720 WGN. Hey, everyone, this is Let's Get Legal. It's powered by the Illinois State Bar Association, and he's made his way over. He brought the fedora, brought the computer, plugged it on in from Studio A to Studio D. Stephen, how you doing, my friend? I'm, I'm just great, John. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Oh, it's always great to have you on. You're an expert at all things taxes, 312-981-7200. Having said that, of course, if you have a question and you don't quite know the answer, how could you know every answer out there, by the way, Stephen? I don't well, know how anyone does. <laughs> You'll do the work to find it out. That's uh, true. And I love the I love answer, I love questions I don't know the answer to, because then I could uh, give me a reason to look it up, and I'm always interested in that. Right, and at uh, WGNTaxman.com is where you can always go for more information. You and I, uh, you came in during the break, we were talking about the new law that the House passed, which likely won't happen in the Senate, and you mentioned there are interesting tax implications for people who are in the even the legal weed business, right? Exactly, because right now, they... If you're in a legal uh, marijuana business, you cannot deduct your expenses, valid expenses, uh, uh, because of a, there's a national uh, federal law that prevents uh, drug dealers from deducting their uh, expenses. Right. And so that's it's kind of odd. So since um, the federal government doesn't recognize it as a legal thing to sell... They say you cannot it's deduct It's like from the it. class, uh, I, I don't remember exactly, the class two, um, uh, the way they classify right. drugs. It's it, it falls into that classification, and because it's in that classification, there's the law that says that you can't deduct, drug dealers can't deduct their expenses. That's crazy. And I know that, it's because we've talked in the past, that even if you are doing something illegal, the government wants you to report that income, right? <laughs> they, so they'll take the tax. And then they won't allow you to take the deduction. Exactly, exactly. And again, that causes a lot of problems. I think you mentioned that a lot of uh, marijuana dealers also have a problem with having a bank account, right? right? And they, they won't a lot of the charge cards. You can't use a charge card there, and so uh, and that all goes back to what we were just talking about. Yeah, we're in this nebulous zone where many states have legalized it either completely or for medicinal use. But the federal government still sits there. I mean, it's just so weird to think that someone could theoretically be arrested by the feds for doing something that is completely legal and normal in their state. Exactly. Yeah, that's weird. 312-91-7200. Get those questions in. And uh, where, I mean, where do you want to start today, Stephen? We're a couple days away from tax day. And here's, I guess, a question where I want to start. Because so many of the people that you help are people that haven't maybe filed their taxes in a long time, right? And either the IRS has contacted them or they're starting to want to fess up because they're sick of losing sleep Mm -hmm. at night over it. Well, nobody wants to live like that. First off, you can't get a, you won't be able to get a a loan. You can't buy a home, can't get a car, right? Because I haven't filed my tax returns. Mm -hmm. And so you're not going to get a loan if you haven't filed your tax returns. The two things that really drive people, uh, well, three, one is the IRS. (laughs) They'll drive you to get your taxes done. Right. Second one is uh, people getting married. Uh, yeah. So then they're thinking, you know, their spouse, they don't want the spouse to have the worry or the spouse says, I ain't marrying you unless you take care of this problem. Right. Right. <laughs> and then and then the that's the other one, the, you know, the uh, um, making you making people uh, getting a house, buying yeah. a home. Right. And that's really it. I just, you know, and I know that some people that pay their taxes on time every year might roll their eyes and wonder how the heck you can't do it. But it, it happens. There's people that don't. They There's maybe legit reasons they forget. Maybe it was a really tough time and they just slipped their mind. Maybe they didn't want to. They were afraid they, they were going to owe money. They didn't have that money. And there's concerns. So I imagine when they call you, when they reach out to you, it's a judgment-free zone, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, again, a lot of people like, uh, I had someone in the other day and, and I told them, you know, yeah, I've heard this. I thought I was the only one. Right. Because everybody thinks they're the only one. That, but yeah, it's a very common problem. Uh <laughs> 
my eye's not common enough. <laughs> well, you want to... you're, anyway. so, you're mad when I say that I filed my taxes on time every single year? Uh, and, and that you don't owe the IRS money, okay? So well, that... I appreciate your honesty, Stephen, that you, uh, yes, exactly. But, but I mean, ultimately, mm. your goal is to get someone back in compliance exactly. because it is really, can be a messy, and it only gets messier as it goes further, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And you know what happens, uh, again, most of my clients are running their own business. And if you're trying to run your own business and you have this tax problem, you they tend to let their business slide because they're not, you know, uh, I'm not going to be able to do this. So my goal is to help people solve their problem and then help their business grow, mm-hmm. right? Because you found a niche. It's hard enough to find a business that's profitable. When you find one, you should protect it with mm-hmm. everything. And that means making sure that, and again, Get in compliance with the IRS, and then come up with a plan and let your business grow, and don't don't uh, let it go. How many years do you get a grace period? Let's say someone didn't file last year, and they're worried the IRS is going to knock on their door. Are they in that point? I mean, maybe they could. Where, do you get some time? Or the what? answer is it depends, okay. right? Because a lot of times, if I'm in business for myself, they and nobody's reporting, and this is what the bank re- statement reporting is all about in this Build Back Better plan, right? They want the IRS wants to be able to go into everybody's bank account to see if you're getting money that you're not reporting mm-hmm. because how else do they know right. so if i'm uh if i'm a carpenter and people are hiring hiring me to go to their house and fix things um how would the irs know that you got that money right you let's know? also know that the build back better act did not pass it did not pass and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere right now that's true but that's what that but and again one of the reasons why because everybody is against that the bank statement thing. yeah but we always we talked about the venmo thing that that's what yeah. but again it's really about reporting right the irs is trying to get people to make to find out where who's getting money that's not reporting it right and that's what that's all about but you know and and uh if but if the IRS knows that you haven't filed it, and so if you get 1099s, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people don't realize, right? When you get a 1099, they, your that business sends it to you, but it also sends it to the IRS. Right, right. They know what's going on. Exactly. So, but that's why I wonder, like how. How can someone become delinquent for three, four, five years? Doesn't the IRS know? Shouldn't they be reaching okay, so, out immediately? So they, like, how do they do it? First off, it right, it does take them some time to even get it on. They're much better now than they were five years ago, ten years ago. You know, it used to take them many years to come after people, and I've seen them now coming after people within two years. Okay. You know? uh, and remember, now the IRS also has another um, another tool or to come after you with, and it's called a uh, SFR, Substitute for Return, right? So if they have all my 1099s and I haven't filed my tax returns, they'll file them for me. Really? Yes. Now this is not a. It's it's not. It seems a, very gracious of it, them. It's not a service, right? Oh. It's a penalty because they will they will definitely uh, exaggerate what you owe, but. But now you owe it, and they won't deduct anything from it. They, they don't, they don't give you any deductions. They don't give you any exemption. No, you know, so what do they just send you a bill after they filed exactly, it for you? Exactly. Do they send you a refund if you get it too? They won't file your tax return if they you're going to get a refund. They won't tell you that. Uh. Now that's another thing we could talk about is about the uh, you know in 2018. Now the IRS just put out a the number. There's 1.5 million people who have a refund coming that did not file their tax returns in. For 2018. And they're not mailing every person saying, oh, we owe you. That's right. They won't. And so after this this date is coming up is going to be the three-year anniversary of when it was due. And after that anniversary, you don't get that refund, mm-hmm. even if you file your tax return. Right. I want to pause here to make sure people understand what we just said. You're saying that the government owes will owe people 
who have not filed those tax returns from 2018, meaning the 2017 income year or the 2018? No, 2018. 2018 income. So if it was due in February or April of 2019. Correct. If you didn't file it and you think you might have a refund coming, do not wait another moment. And you're saying there's a million and a half people? A million and a half people totaling $1.5 billion throughout the nation. So there's a lot of money out there. So there can be reward for people that, not a reward for not having filed, but there People might be sitting on money that's not being given to them because they're too Absolutely. afraid to file their taxes or, 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 or whatever just, reason. Or just lazy. So mm-hmm. I had a guy I had a guy who's a W two employee and he uh hasn't filed his taxes returns in five years. So he came to me last month and I'm glad he did. Right. Because from two thousand eighteen he had five thousand dollars coming. And he had money from two thousand seventeen and two thousand sixteen. But he, get he's not getting that too money. Too late. Yeah. So if you think it's like a, uh, a you know, well, I, I can always file this and it's like a bank account, savings account. It isn't. Do you then have to talk to the IRS and give a reason for why it's this late? Do they, could they potentially punish that person? Could they do it? Or are they just appreciative when the people come to them? I'm smiling because they, they, they're not, they don't appreciate anything. They don't say thank you, right? Because if you don't file and you owe them, they say thank you by penalizing you. Right. Right. With money, you're paying money. So what I'm saying is if this person owed money instead of was getting money oh, and, and the person that got in this person who got money, is he going to be taxed a little on doing it late or no? no. No, okay. you don't get, but you don't get any interest either. Okay, right. So you, so you just get let the IRS ha- have that money for three years, and that you could have got three years ago, and now you can get it, but they're not giving you any interest. I guess here's a broader point I'm trying to ask: If someone is afraid to file taxes because they haven't done it for a few years, I know someone listening right mm-hmm. now is under that circumstance. First, no judgment. Everyone's got mm-hmm. stuff they got to do in their lives. Okay, so my worry is if I'm one of those people. I'm even afraid to do it because that acknowledges that I haven't done it, and I'm worried the feds are going to arrest me yeah. or not. Yeah. And what it do you say? Cri- to okay, so having unfiled tax returns, it is a crime mm-hmm. not to file your tax return, and you can go to jail for one year for every year you haven't filed. Now, having said that. I, it, almost nobody does. Okay. Almost nobody gets put in prison for not filing their tax returns. Uh, and so that's that's not, again, people fear. What happens is that they get kind of paralyzed right. because they haven't done it for some time. And then they're even afraid to even look at it. Right. And so when they, I, I can't tell you how many people come to see me and they they have all this mail from the IRS. They haven't opened it. Yeah, they're scared. Because they're scared. That's it's like going to the dentist. That's correct. Steven. And that's then correct. you think something's wrong and then you become even more fearful that you're going to get the news that you dread. But you need to do it because they're going to be more forgiving exactly. if you, Stephen, and yes. your client go together to fix this problem, right? Well, you know, you got to do the first thing you got to do when you have an IRS problem. That's uh, a good tease. Okay. We're going to pause it right there. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Stephen. We got the news. And your questions, 312-981-7200. I really... If there's one thing I want this show to accomplish today is if you're sitting there and you haven't filed your taxes, we're going to hold each other's hands. We're going to hold Stephen Leahy's hands. He's a great guy, and we're going to get this solved for you. 720 WGN. Hey, it's John Hanson. Let's get legal. Powered by the Illinois State Bar Association. It's so great to be here after a couple Saturdays off for NCAA basketball, which we will have at 3.30 
It's nice to be back on the air here for Let's Get Legal. Stephen, you were just on Your Money Matters this week answering I was, questions. Yeah. It's tax season. Everyone wants to get him <laughs> in now. Uh, and that's great. We appreciate it. By the way, Stephen, uh, I know you listen to the show a lot. You're curious about this question of the day. You mind if I get a couple calls no, that we hopefully get an answer? I uh, want to know the answer. I know. You're, you're, you want to know, too. So here was the question. In the next 15 years, Illinois taxpayers on the hook for $2.8 million for what? The exact number is $2,817,910. And again, over 15 years, that's not... They spend a lot more on a lot of other things. It's not that much. It's a very specific answer. Let's go to Susan. Susan, thanks for holding. You're on Let's Get Legal. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good. You sound confident, Susan. I Well, I think I am. Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden, now as I'm staying on longer, I'm going, oh. But I think it's that whole unemployment debacle. Which one? Like, oh, that, that more people got paid than they should have, or there were scams? Yes. That's, yep, exactly. I... I, there was a lot of mess there. I bet it's worth more than $2.8 million. It's a great guess, Susan. It's just not the answer to the question of the day. I'm sorry. I'm so bummed. Oh. <laughs> Susan, I'm sorry. Will you recover? Will you keep listening, please? I will. I will not turn this off. <laughs> I will still listen. Thanks, Susan. I appreciate it. You'll get it next time. Let's go to Jack. Jack, you're on WGN. Hey, Jack. Hello. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, except it's Heavily snowing up in the northwest suburbs. Where are you calling from? Hawthorne Woods. Oh, I mean, how, what what kind of heavy snowing? Like January, February, big snowflake, uh, heavy snowfall? Absolutely. Yep. Oh. It's, covered, it's completely covered the grass. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, here we are in April. That's our April Fool's joke for Chicago. We're still <laughs> dealing with this. All right, Jack, what's your guess? $2.8 million over the next 15 years for what? I'm guessing that that is the liability for Mike Mike Madigan's pension for the next years. And that is the answer to the question of the month, as it has taken a month to get that answer right. Yes, I totaled up what Mike Madigan will make in pension over the next 15 years, at least as of now. Well, the wait how these court proceedings pay out, but it comes out to $2,817,910. Jack, congratulations, you're winning the prize. Stay on the line, okay? Thank you. All right. He's getting a $50 gift card to the 5050 Restaurant Group to be used at any one of their 14 fantastic establishments all over Chicago, including Roots Pizza and Westtown Bakery. Ah, feels good to answer that, doesn't it, Stephen? Even if we don't like the answer. It's a nice pension. Yeah, not too bad. Exactly. Still goes up and up. We will leave that where it is, though, Stephen Leahy. Continue to talk about taxes. Ed, we're going to get to your question in a second, so don't hang up. But we were just talking about this idea of not paying the guilt that's associated with it. What can you do? And we got some great questions on the line, including, I haven't filed in four years. And as I say four years, right up on a deadline that you were talking about of getting revenue back. or uh, But this person says, I didn't get any of those stimulus checks, right, that were coming out three of them in total, will I get those when I file? The answer is yes. The, the IRS says that you, you have that money coming. It's not taxable. They, they decided they weren't going to tax that money. And uh, if you had a tax return and they knew that's how they got you the money, right? They right. looked at your tax return. If they had your banking account, they put it in your bank account. Right. Or if they didn't, then they sent you a check. Right. So now they're just waiting for you to file your tax return. If you file your tax return, you will get the money. So it's just like everyone else says, I had a problem where they, the government gave 
didn't give me a little bit of money because they said that you know the household was too much. But it turns out I filed the twenty twenty. We didn't make as much, and exactly. then I got I got more back because of that. Exactly Sim- similar circumstances because they, ba- they base it on your previous year, and if your income went down the next year, then I was entitled to it. Right. Had a great question from the eight one five, and uh, this is a little bit. Not confusing, but let me walk you through it. Stephen, I haven't filed taxes for 2020, due in 2021, so coming up on a year late. Uh, I received approximately 2600 bucks from IDES. What's IDES, Stephen? Illinois Department of Employment Security. Yeah, sorry to quiz you on that (laughs) one. Very good. Uh, But paid full amount back to employer... Uh, paid full amount back to employer who fought it. I think that's what they're saying. I have all documents saying paid in full, but IDES won't correct the 1099. Do I just lump all these documents together, send them to the IRS? Can I file electronically? This person says they've tried since June 21st to get IDES, IDES to correct it, but no luck. Plus, I'm owed the taxes because I uh, paid because I caused everything because I paid everything back. Sorry, that was a really mm-hmm. long text mm-hmm. answer I read incorrectly, but what do you This say? happens where people get a 1099 that's an error and no one will fix it for you. So usually what I would say to people is re, uh, put it down on as income, but then back it out in another place. Okay, what do you mean? Can you explain that again? Uh, there's places on the form, and I'm not exactly sure if it's for uh, Schedule A or another schedule where you can where you can explain some expenses, right? So maybe I, I report it because I have a 1099. So if I don't put it on my tax return, you will get they'll get you they because they, it's, it's they have electronic right right. So they they match electronically, and so they'll say, well, where's that 1099 that you received? And he's well. I paid it back, but they don't know you paid it back, right? So they'll so so you have to recognize it on your tax return, and then maybe on Schedule A or some other schedule, you could say this was an expense that I expensed it, and then you can explain it that way. You can type out an explanation exactly, and okay. then you can file electronically. Right now, it might get flagged because it's an unusual it's unusual so then they could re, they could follow up with you yes and then you've got a person at least yes hopefully and it, and it might be what this is what they call a correspondence audit where yes. where they send you a letter that says here's what you said and here's what we found which why why is your why are you right and then you can give them all your documents say look i paid it you know i reported it again you have to report it right so i reported it but i paid it back so i don't have to pay taxes on that makes sense 312-981-7200 for your questions let's go to ed ed thanks for holding you're on wgn how you doing ed all right i'm doing really well thank you great what's your question and i'm in well, I'm in Jefferson Park, and it's just raining. Oh, okay. no, I like I love the reports that are coming in. Yeah, rain in the city, <laughs> snow to the northwest. There we go. What's yeah, your What's your question, yeah, my friend? Yeah. So I have a question related to pensions. It doesn't exactly tie into the Mike Madigan <laughs> thing, but it's my own personal pension. Okay. I have a 403A plan, a defined benefit qualified plan that I'm currently getting distributions from. Okay. So I get, like... $440 a month. At this point, I'm 66. I really don't need the money right now because I'm still working. Okay. What I'd like to do is somehow get that 440 a month into a Roth kind of account so that money can accumulate mm-hmm. on a tax-deferred and tax-free basis when I take the money out. Is there a way to do that? Interesting. Well, would you just put? Can't you just take the money and then put it into a and put it into the Roth? You can do that. Yeah, because it, you're, you're getting money that is already post-tax in the pension, which That's should right. be eligible for a Roth 
up to six grand, and you're sixty six. You said so. I think you even get another. Yeah, but I, think, I I already fully I already fully contribute to my Roth as a contribution. Uh, what I want to might... do is yeah. So I get a ten ninety nine R from the pension company, and um, and so I pay tax on it, which I'm totally fine with because the money went mm-hmm. in pre tax, mm-hmm. and I get the distribution as a as a taxable distribution. Mm-hmm. And I just, because it's from a qualified plan, I'd like to somehow either with a rollover or uh, a conversion or something, make those monthly payments yeah. go to a separate account that's a Roth account. It could be a 401k Roth or an IRA Roth because I have my own business and I have a lot of flexibility in how I think set things up. Here's my answer. I'm not sure. To be honest with you, yeah, that's a great. Okay. Yeah, because that that is it. That, that gets very specific to you, right? And and so th- these are questions that I that I, as I mentioned, I think I, I don't know if I said it on air or if I do- told John, but I like questions that I don't know the answer to, and I'd be happy to sure. try to figure it out. Yeah, uh, and you know, I have I don't um, I don't prepare tax returns myself, but I have people. Unbelievable that are really good at it, that know this stuff better than I do. Ed, can you uh, hang on, give your information to our producer, Connor? I'm going to give it to uh, uh, Mr. Leahy is here. That's also a great question for Your Money Matters, by the way, the other show I host Monday through Thursday uh, at 6 o'clock. And I'm going to try and uh, see if, even after Stephen answers your questions, I bet other people have that one. Get a financial advisor on to see what we can do with that extra money. All right, hang on the line, Ed. We're going to get your information, okay? Will do. Hey, thanks so much. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that's a good question. And I love that he's, hey, I don't want to just have this sit in a checking account, right? We're not earning anything on our interest right yeah, now. A lot of times, well, the answer is there's not much you can do. You know? Yeah. Especially if you're, uh, after you get older, because that you're you're approaching that age when you need to start taking the money you out. You have to take the distribution, <laughs> yes. right? And so. you get a little extra leeway to try and play catch up on retirement, quote unquote. Anyways, uh, WGNTaxman.com, right? WGNTaxman.com. You're not going anywhere. We're just taking a break, and we're going to talk more. 312 981 7200 all your tax questions after this on WGN. Let's get legal powered by the Illinois State Bar Association here on WGN. Stephen A. Leahy here. I'm glad everyone did save all the great questions for this show. <laughs> you were on with Hochberg, <laughs> right. but the good ones coming in here. This one's a this one's an intriguing one. Got from the 847. I rolled over roughly 20,000 from a 401k account at a previous employer into a traditional IRA done through Edward Jones. But people do this through all sorts of big-name companies all the time. I've done it as someone who's worked many jobs. I hated having like 10 401ks or whatever it was, so I put them all in an IRA. Okay, back to this person. Then I received a 1099 for this transaction. In other words, it looks like they had income. They made income. It was 20000 I don't know if it was 20000 on the 1099. Um, the texter wants to know, I was told there was no penalty for this type of conversion, do I ignore the 1099, Stephen? Never ignore it because they have that 1099. And if you don't put it down, they'll just assume that you didn't put it down on purpose. And then you'll get a correspondence audit. Now, you might get a correspondence audit anyway because I've had this happen. I had a client who, very similar situation, he took he rolled over to a different um, account and got the 1099 and then paid the tax. No, no. And then objected and the IRS gave him the money back. But he took a bunch of money out to pay the tax and then they taxed him on the money he took out and he thought that was unfair. 
Yeah. And, and it is kind of unfair, but it's re- technically it's the way it yeah, should be. Don't give up your money. Don't take out to exactly. do it. Exactly. Fight it on the front end as opposed to trying to do it after the fact. Exactly. And I'm not, I'm thinking about I'm trying to think where I would put that on my tax return uh, that I rolled it over because again, you can't really just ignore the 1099 right. because the IRS has a copy. But if you of just it. put it on your taxes, you got to have a ledger on the other side. A previous caller, we said, oh, well, you could write that down as, hey, I paid this back to IDES or whatever it is, or my employer. But we can't really do that here because there's been no money out from this tax. That's correct. This Except, sounds like a reach out to you situation. Yeah, call, call me because I'll, I'll talk to my uh, my tax preparers and they'll have a better answer than and w- exactly where you can back it out on your tax return. Because there's some place you can do it. Uh, but again, do not ignore the 1099 no. because they're they have it, and so you they're going to come after you one way or another. WGNTaxman.com. What's the number? Three one two six six four six six four nine. I, you really enunciate that phone number. Well, you know, I talk on the, I talk to the IRS a lot, and uh, no, really, yeah, and, and they ask me uh, social security numbers. So when I when I repeat the numbers, I have to be very clear and crisp and clean. Yes, exactly. <laughs> very crisp and clean. You're a professional broadcaster, my friend. At least you, you, you no, pretend John, to be one. You are a professional broadcaster. <laughs> I don't know about professional. All right, 630. It's a little long here, uh, and I'm kind of reading as I go, but uh, this texture says, my brother passed away last year. First of all, our condolences. Yes. Uh, my brother passed away last year. I am the executor of the estate. We filed a tax return last May, and it was a paper return as I needed to attach his death certificate and my papers showing that I was the executor. He was supposed to get a refund from both the state and and the Fed. State contacted me stating that they had sent his refund to the IRS as he owed them money. Additionally, we were requested statuses of his returns and recorded income for the past five years. We haven't received anything yet. Questions are, any idea when the IRS will be done playing catch-up, and will we be assessed further penalties for the year that they haven't provided any information? The answer is they're working on they, they just funded the IRS $675 million more million this year to try to catch up. And the IRS is doing, uh, uh, have they have uh, set up different teams and re- reassigning people to to do these things to get these these matters that are backed up to get them done the the IRS commissioner has promised I'm kind of... You're giving a look. Yeah, this is radio, so you can't give me side looks, Stephen, and expect people to know. He's promised that they're going to be done by the end of the year, but whether they are or not is is up in the air. Because not only they're talking about uh, hiring 10,000 new people, but you have to get the 10,000 people. You have to train those 10,000 people. There's a labor shortage already? Again, so they're going to have a hard hard time even finding them. These jobs pay some like $20,000, $30,000 a year, so it's not a very lucrative job. Right. So it's going to find a they're going to have a hard time i think filling those spots and getting it done by the end of the year so this person's waiting on them it'll come and they shouldn't be penalized for that wait right they should not be yes wgntaxman.com now if if i owe the irs money and i'm waiting and i still owe them money yeah i'm gonna pay tax i'm gonna pay interest on that money but if they're waiting for information because they uh because they haven't provided some information to them well i don't know go to it 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 depends and this is my my catch-all legal answer. It depends. Right. We had a couple texters helping us out with the 1099 for the rollover thing. Uh, that it uh, they issue a 1099-R for a rollover. Mm-hmm. If the amount is rolled in an IRA, there's no amount in the taxable box of 1099-R, so you don't report it. It has pension income on your form. And they another texter said, 1099-R should have the letter G in box 7. 
Okay. See? So that's good. Yeah. And that, this, these are your people messaging yes. you, Stephen. Your, your people would have figured <laughs> it out, is, too. No, but this is good. Uh, Stephen because, doesn't know the answer to every single question, people. But, but uh, again, it, it's true. But I don't know, and you don't know if his 1099R had a bl- the zero where it said right. taxable income. Because as, as I mentioned, I've had this happen to people where they did roll it over and they were taxed. Right. So, And it's, it's an error. One more time, the phone number, Stephen. 312-664-6649. 16 days to tax day. Thanks, Stephen. I appreciate it as always. Good Thanks to see so you, much my friend. For having me. It's always fun.